the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Russian forces have resumed scattered attacks on Kiev, western Ukraine, and beyond after warning that it planned to step up missile strikes on the capital. Moscow says the renewed attacks targeted Ukrainian military sites. Also on SRNews.com, Fire Information Officer Mike DeFries says though the stats on the McBride fire in Ruidoso, New Mexico, may not look encouraging, crews have made significant progress. There is good line around most of this fire. It has just not officially been called contained line. So you're going to start seeing the percentage of containment going up. Um, the fire is not uh, progressing in any significant way. And the White House says President Biden will host leaders of the Association of Southeast Asian Nations in Washington next month for a summit. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager can get fired up. Disneyland, Disney World. They don't say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. They say dreamers and friends. They're sick. These people are sick. Understand that. They are pathologic. You give a penny to Disney, you are encouraging the ruination of the society. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, from the Kirby and Christina Realty Studios, and our annual kindness challenge is back, and you can win $5,000 and an additional $5,000 to be donated to an organization in your name. The 2022 Kindness Challenge is brought to you by Air Mechanical. Your weather tonight, mostly clear, low of 26. Tomorrow, chance of rain and snow and a high of 43. The Narn with Mitchburg continues next. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that is making talk radio great again, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, we are heard, by the way, every Saturday, myself, uh, Jack Tomzak, coming up at 3 o'clock here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Brad Carlson tomorrow, every Sunday from 1 to 3 p.m. here on the 1280, and, of course, King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. We're the Northern Alliance Radio Network. We're going on 19 years of doing this. We make it look easy. It's not, but it's a labor of love. And let's be honest, it's fun being the best in the business, all four of us. So hope you tune in. Stay tuned for Jack Tomzak after 3 o'clock here today, by the way. Andrew Breitbart, who I think I wound up meeting uh, the one time 10 years ago this past summer over at James Lilich's place, had one of the most enduring quotes 
about politics, especially politics of dealing with the left. He said politics is downstream of culture. And culture, people on the right tend to think of culture as being culture. Art, music, literature. Uh, We tend to think that uh, politics is downstream of the Dixie Chicks dunking on George W. Bush. It goes way beyond that. And my next guest is here to talk about perhaps one of the most disturbing uh, avenues of approach that big left is taking in fighting the war for the culture downstream from which politics is. Uh, Representative Eric Lucero joins us here. Eric, welcome back to the broadcast. Well, Mitch, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to be here with you and your great audience. It's a pleasure to have you. And by the way, you're a representative. You are running for Senate. I'm going to mention that because while you're not here to campaign today, we're here to talk about something much more uh, disturbing uh, than 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 the next round of elections here. Uh, I, I'm going to mention that you are running for Senate and you're probably, I mean, knock wood, you're probably facing, uh, you've got a tailwind in your back in your district here at the very least. I say this mainly just so that whatever opponent you have on the DFL side can be compelled to use their equal time and come out on the broadcast and be interviewed. Just whoever they are, just get on down here. Use your equal time, even though uh, Representative Lucero isn't really campaigning here, although vote for him anyway if you're up there in Maple Grove. There, equal time is demanded. Anyway, ESG, on the other hand, is something that affects all of us and, in fact, will affect DFLers. Uh, deleteriously at some point, uh, whether they win this battle or not, uh, actually, perhaps especially if they win this battle, because movements tend to eat their own. Yep. You you mentioned this on social media a couple weeks ago, which is why I said we got to we got to book you. It relates and the, the 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 acronym ESG that we're here to talk about: environmental, social, and government. Yeah, governance. Governance. Environmental and social governance. Thank you very much. And it's si- simple little acronym. But it is so mind-warpingly sinister. Giant implications. Giant implications. Let's talk about those implications, Eric. Sir, what does ESG mean? So to lay this up, I'm going to just give a little bit of background to paint Mm -hmm. the picture. And you, and on on the way in, and you even just used the word now again, and that is culture war. And that is exactly what we're in. Exactly. And so in this culture war, there are two worldviews, not just now, but have been rustling for decades in this country, even longer. But I'm just going to take it to the modern era. And one of those uh, uh, two worldviews is centralized control. Yep. And and generally speaking, centralized control of those who subscribe to this belief, they believe that rights belong to the collective and therefore the good of the many outweigh the good of the few. Yep. And that's how they rationalize then using government force to infringe on the rights of of citizens, of people. And this has been a battle fought out in the Supreme Court for quite some time now over a number of issues. Second Amendment is obviously a, a bellwether issue because the definition of the term we uh, of the people, a right of the people, yes, to a conservative, to a libertarian, to a mushy middle moderate of the people means people, us, yes, exactly. everyone. To big left, going back 50 plus years on the gun issue, going back further than that on on issues like taxation and the role of government in society and life, going back over 100 years in that case, it means the collective. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. So and so this this worldview uh, takes the form uh, of socialism, Marxism, communism. It has a couple different forms, Mm -hmm. but they all have one thing in control or or in common, and that is control and government making decisions for what's best for society. Yep. The, The traditional American view that 
the conservatives embrace is that we are a self-governing, free association of equals. Exactly. Every uh, the, the meaning of, of citizen, in fact, is someone who is himself or herself a little unit of government in and yes. of themselves with the powers, rights, and responsibilities that government has to help govern each other. That's the opposite of how big left views exactly. the citizen, really the subject in society. And then one remaining attribute then of this worldview is the purpose of government for those that subscribe to this worldview is to engineer yep. the equal outcomes of people. Yep. And that takes form of multiple policies, but one of them is redistribution of wealth. Yep. Now, well, the contrast to that, as you just mentioned, is uh, decentralized control. Those that believe in this worldview, uh, liberty belongs to each individual, and therefore the tyranny of the majority cannot infringe on the unalienable rights of the minority. Yep. Right? Uh, the purpose of government is to protect public safety instead of engineering equal outcome, protect public safety and the individual liberty while establishing equal opportunity yep. for people to pursue happiness, right? There's yep. no guarantee you're going to achieve your happiness. And yep. government's not here to give you happiness. It's here to allow you opportunity to pursue it, whatever that definition is for you. Yep. And the battle to negate that view is ongoing. I, I, it's interesting how, how Thomas Jefferson is being othered and canceled out of existence right now because he owns slaves, which we now know is an incalculable evil. But he also brought so much that is of absolute vitality to that worldview to our society in, in a ways that affects everyone, no matter what this color of their skin. Exactly. Anyway, I'm preaching to the choir here, but there's a, there's a, so, a lot of people who are not in the choir out there. Yes, absolutely. So this is an important conversation. Yep. So now this is the backdrop for how we're going to get to the conversation here quickly of ESG. Exactly. So these two worldviews, having been struggling for many, uh, many decades, and uh, but the progressive left is no longer content in leaving the battle in the political sphere of the legislatures, the city councils, etc. Right. And we're seeing this now. Their evolution of their the battle is moving to such as uh, protesting for those that they disagree. Yep. Protesting on their front lawn. It's yep. no longer we can't have the conversation in the Capitol. It has to be on the front lawn and bully and coerce and generate fear into people. Yep. We're seeing uh, applying pressure. Uh, to the employers yep. of those that are that hold a conservative worldview, going after the livelihoods yep. of those, right, to dry yep. up the, the funding stream, somebody's livelihood. Oh, don't I know it. And then we're seeing the, the battlefront being brought to businesses. Yep. The radical progressive left is t uh, wanting to go after businesses so that corporations use their influence to take positions in the political sphere for or against politically correct legislation. Exactly. And by the way, Minnesota was a pioneer in all the wrong ways in this. I, I, we pointed this out uh, when you we were getting ready to go on the air here. You look back at the 2010 gubernatorial campaign, uh, a little bit before your time in politics, but not too much. And, and Big Left attacked Target. Not for anything they did, but but for donating money to, heaven forbid, a pro-business candidate. They made it all about views about gays, which, by the way, uh, Tom Emmer, uh, excuse me, Target, had <laughs> views about, about gay employees that were far ahead, uh, more progressive than most of society, long before the rest of society went there. Wasn't good enough. Mm -hmm. No, they had to be brought to heel for, for observing that there was a two-party system. They had to be in absolute alignment. Yep. And and by the way, this spread all of, I, I mean, I'm fairly certain the job I was working at the time got torpedoed because one of the executives was part of the, was a member of the Human Rights uh, Coalition and couldn't have a, uh, a, a, a talk radio host earning money from that business here. And so that's how that went. Long story yeah. there. But this is, this is going back 12 years. They were already tightening down the screws on 
businesses that were big enough to worry about. Well, they're going way beyond that now, Eric Lucero. Yep, yep, and they're they're watching who's making contributions. Like the guy, I think it was a former executive at Firefox got fired yep. because he made it. He believed in the marriage of one man, one woman. Yep. Um. Yeah. So they're going after people's livelihood. So that's where we get to ESG. Yep. So ESG is the natural outcome of that, taking the political battle to businesses. Yep. And, and you and and trying to influence them. So ESG, as you had mentioned, it stands for uh, environmental, social, and governance. Yep. And what it seeks to do is. Uh, ESG, you know, I have a, a paper here just to, to try to bring some definition to this. ESG in investing is a form of socially responsible, in quotes, investing that prioritizes financial returns alongside a company's impact on the environment, its stakeholders, and the planet. Those are just words to say, uh, are you a green energy? Are you in favor of green energy? Do you use fossil fuels? We're going to penalize you. If you're in favor of green energy, we're going to reward you and all the other aspects of that. And do your policies uh, promote wokeism as well? I exactly. Mean, that's the social aspect of the, of, of the, uh, of, of the ESG, I, I believe, it, if it, I'm well, reading correctly. Yeah, and that's exactly So, So okay. the environment then, some examples would be, and the, the, there's a metrics to measure companies' ESG score. Ooh. Okay, and so what, some of the metrics that go into the environment, the E, is climate change policies, greenhouse gas emission policies, carbon footprint, carbon intensity, uh, and or employee incentives promoting carpooling, public transportation, bicycle, uh, community, et cetera. Those are some of the metrics in that would uh, filter into the, a company's ESG score. In the other S, words, by oh, the way, the, the term we hear about this from the People's Republic of China is social credit. Yes. That's what we're getting to here. And that's going to be the next step of the ESG here. Whereas uh-huh. ESG is applying to companies, yep. you are exactly right. The next natural extension of this is the social credit score for individuals. That is becoming, and then we're going to get to, that is what is incorporated in my bill, House File 4574. We'll talk about the bill in a moment here, but but carry on. I mean, the, the, the implications of this. First, that's why I brought up the Andrew Breitbart quote at the beginning of the segment here, because this is how this is the sinister side of politics being downstream from culture. The most important part of culture is how you earn your, earn your money to support your family and to, to yep. keep yourself to, to support life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you believe in those quaint old concepts here, yeah, exactly. If big left controls how you do that, then your how you act in culture is in total is totally in their control. Hundred percent. Yep. So the S social uh, some of the metrics that go into that in evaluating a company are. Employee treatment and compensation. Read that. Unions. Yes. Uh, diversity and inclusion in hiring, promotions, and pay increases. Uh, lobbying efforts on public stances and social justice issues. Huh. So so if a company is engaging in these activities, they're going to get a higher ESG score. For example, if you go up against the governor of Florida because your multi-billion dollar corporation is is uh, is, is is earning extra credit for 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 opposing legislation on completely fraudulent grounds. Yep. Kudos for you. Big thumbs exactly. up. Alike on your exactly. social media credit. Wow. You've just gone up the, the, the your, you've upped your ESG. Yeah, And Disney. so just, so what, so why is that important? Yes. Because there are investors, institutional investors and uh, individual investors that are making decisions based on how high a company's ESG score is. Social credit will directly reflect financial credit, and this used to be sort of a, a radical idea that you have social justice investment going on. Uh, this is moving out. They're trying to push it out to the mainstream. So let's talk about your bill and other ways that people can fight this actually out on this uh, the figurative and literal streets. 651-289-4488. If you have questions or comments for Representative Eric Lucera, 
Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Stream AM1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As Winston Churchill said, all the great things are simple, and many can be expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and hope. Hi, this is Andrew Parker with the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. Join me every Sunday at 4 p.m. for the Victory Hour, when we will talk politics, Israel, and the law. The Victory Hour, Sunday afternoons at 4, here on The Patriot. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I remember when we found out we were expecting you, and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Give your student the math help they need with this special half-price offer from Mathnasium and AM 1280 The Patriot. This offer includes a full Mathnasium assessment, registration, and two sessions per week for seven months. You'll save as much as $1,800. There's only one offer available per Mathnasium Center. To find the Mathnasium near you, go to the station's website and look under Advertisers. Or you can call the station now for more information. This is a half-price offer from Mathnasium, the math learning center. Are you tired of exposing your retirement to stock market risk? Would you like to participate in stock market gains but never stock market losses? Then join Dale Tondrick for the Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11 a.m. Call Dale Tondrick now to get your complimentary customized retirement and income kit, plus the free retirement and income book at 844-320-7233. That's 844-320-SAFE. The Retirement and Income Radio Show, Sundays at 11. No market risk retirement strategies. You can listen to AM 1280 The Patriot on all Amazon Echo devices. Simply ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis, and you'll hear your favorite hosts. This is Dennis Prager, and thanks for listening to me on your Alexa device. AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, Mother's Day is coming up. You can show mom how much you care with your, your kind words, flowers, a thoughtful card, chocolates, and 2000 bucks. Yeah. Our annual 2K for Mother's Day giveaway is back. You can enter every single day, seven days a week, for a chance to win her 2000 bucks. What mother would not enjoy that? You can buy an awful lot of chocolate and flowers for two bills. Drop by am12athepatriot.com for details and to register. Mother's Day, by the way, coming up sooner than you think. Sooner than I thought. But Sunday, May 8th, right around the corner here, folks. Get in there. Do it. Mother's Day giveaway. Do it. 
Those are my traditional Mother's Day gifts to my mom, who loves the red wine and, and the whiskey both. 651-289-4488 if you have questions or comments for Representative Eric Lucera talking about ESG. We got through the E, we got through the S. You still got some, the G, yes, it just keeps G. getting worse. So the G, the governance component relates to board independence, leadership, effectiveness, and business ethics. So think of uh, corporate, corporate governance, governance is what yeah. it is. And so some of the aspects that go into evaluating this include executive compensation and bonuses. You know, oh, how many times do we see the Star Tribune? They publish the, you know, how many millions a CEO is making yep. for the express purpose of simply generating envy. Yep. And so that's, so if you're going too high, you'll get a lower score. Yep. Uh, another one would be diversity of the board and management team. Yep. Which is a way to try and drive uh, the, the, the constant leftist canard that uh, CEOs make 100 times more than, than, their, than their average worker makes, which it's, it's, it's completely t- so many yeah. reasons that's wrong. I don't even yes. want to waste time on it right now. But you're right. Corporate governance, they're attacking corporate governance. And it's working. You've got yes. so many major corporations out there who are explicitly going to, to, to crank up that social credit score for, well, let's call it what it is. The ESG is all about corporate social credit. Credit and yes. and making sure that corporates are towing their line. And by God, it's working, Eric Lucero. Yes. Well, there's a lot more we could say. There's uh, so many different facets to this. We just obviously don't have enough time. Yeah. So I'll jump into the bill. Yes. Uh, it's House File 4574. And I've chief authored this. And there are uh, three sections, essentially three, three sections to the bill. The first would be prohibiting investment in companies that boycott mining, energy production, Production agriculture or commercial lumber production. So, and what this is referring to is uh, the State Board of Investment, which we have in the state of Minnesota, yep. uh, is made up of our four constitutional officers who make who uh, make decisions yep. on where money should go uh, for the state dollars. Yep. investment. And as we've seen over the past couple of weeks, uh, we've got progressive plutocrats at Deep Pockets, Mike mm-hmm. Bloomberg, renting seats for lawyers on his on the, on the environmental payroll in, in the attorney general's yes. office. So what, what, are they, what do you think they're going to wind up deciding yeah, exactly. as part of this board? Yep. So carry on. So that's, uh, that would prohibit. So if a company chooses to, to boycott mining, right? Mining is really important to Minnesota, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh, then we're going to not be permitted to, or the, the state board investment would not be permitted to invest in that company. Good. The next provision is prohibiting state contracts with companies. So now we can't do any business right. uh, with companies that boycott, again, those four areas, mining, energy, uh, production, agriculture, and commercial lumber. Right. right? Th- and th- th- those four are the favorites of the the green energy to attack, by the yeah, way, obviously. Correct. Yeah. And then the, the last provision, uh, it's to prohibit discrimination. This is where the social credit score comes in. Right. Uh, and I'll just read a small section of it here. A bank, credit union, financial institution, payment processor, savings and loan association, or trust company shall not refuse to provide financial services of any kind and refrain, refrain from continuing to provide existing financial services or terminate financial services with or otherwise discriminate against a person uh, of financial services based on, again, their social credit score. Now, that's where it comes into you and I as a, a, on an individual level. Oh, good. If you and I are not engaging in politically correct activity, uh, they are seeking, you know, we're familiar with our FICO or our credit scores, right? Correct. Uh, and so what they want to do is, in addition to evaluating your credit score mm-hmm. to qualify for a mortgage or a loan, uh, automobile loan, something like that, right. to now factor in your social credit score, and if it's not high enough, you're going to maybe get a higher interest rate or you would be 
Uh, they're going to deny you the ability to buy an auto- gasoline automobile and instead drive you toward or steer you towards an electric. I mean, so it's it's really insidious in what's happening here. I, I, just a quick side note for all of you conspiracy theory buffs out there. Good luck keeping up with reality when it comes to this sort of thing. This is this this is the most uh, 10 years ago. This would have seemed just started to maybe seem like a little less of a fevered conspiracy theory. 20 years ago, this would have gotten you locked up in a padded room to talking about the sort of thing, Eric Lucero. And yet here we are today. Yes, it's hard. So so great, Bill. Uh, I will post a link to this at uh, shot in the dark. Info house file four, five, seven, four. So you're in the house. I imagine a companion bill in the Senate will do quite well. Now, how favorable do Speaker Hortman and Majority Winkler Haskell, um, Eddie Haskell, no, Ryan Winkler, <laughs> darn, I mess that up every time, uh, the, the Majority Leader and the Speaker of the House, how favorably are they uh, disposed like, towards this measure? Like vast majority of Lucero bills that favor the constitutional principles, furthering individual liberty, protecting uh, our individual rights. They won't see the light of day. Going over like a lead balloon, yes, I'm assuming exactly. there. Is it going to see the light? Do we have somebody carrying this in the Senate yet? Uh, I believe, if I recall correctly, I've got so many bills out there on this, but I believe Senator <laughs> Andrew Matthews is the, the has the companion bill in the Senate. We're going to have to make sure we do that. So, yeah, obviously, it's got no chance of going anywhere. You're probably going to get killed off in committee, I would suspect, in the House. Oh, I won't even get a committee hearing. Won't you? you may you maybe attach it to a, to, I mean, you probably wouldn't even be able to amend it well, to an omnibus bill. I did try to do that, and right. the Democrats, fearing being on the record of this they just ruled the the amendment out of order odd, not even taking a vote on odd it. how that works isn't it so well, so here's the plan though yes is to get this introduced which i obviously did yep and this because every topic needs to have a conversation and b- spread awareness yep and so with this bill having been introduced and given a house file number it now allows for the conversation over the course of the campaign season this year this is basically trying to wedge people who care about ab- about individual rights individual destiny individual agency in this society away from people who basically are fine with society being a borg yes controlled by ken martin and 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 people like him another way to to describe the social credit score of an individual or a business would be people are very familiar with the algorithms of social media right now and the shadow banning and things like that. They're taking our entire lives and data points, putting them into an algorithm to discriminate against us if we're right leaning. This would be essentially another algorithm like method of discriminating against those who don't hold politically correct values. And instead of affecting whether your Facebook post is seen by 50 people or 40 people, this is going to affect your financial life, your employment right. prospects, your just just no differently than being a dissident affected your employment prospects in East Germany right. in 1974. It's the same exact idea, Eric Lucero. So what I will do is I will uh, end with one note here and why this is so incredibly dangerous. And this is a line from a Heartland Institute uh, 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 article that they have on this, and let's see if I can find it real quick here. Essentially, without finding it, it just it, it, the threat. Be, this is a huge threat because this is coming from the private sector and not the constitution or not the government, I should say. Right, and therefore our standard constitutional protections are not going to be applicable here because private companies now are voluntarily engaging in this ESG activity. So to, to deal with this, let's talk to the people out there in the audience who are thinking, okay, this is this is serious business here. And yeah, it looks like they've outflanked our constitutional protections. You, you I, By the way, it's been fascinating seeing how many people on the left have become zealots about property rights uh, in the last year when we people talk about regulating Twitter, how they become First Amendment zealots uh, when we yeah, talk about regulating exactly. social media and, and this sort of thing. I suspect you're going to see a lot of private property rights zealots 
uh, in in the the House DFL caucus here when this uh, measure comes out uh, and, and, and gets talked about at, at some point here at Lucero. Let's talk about what people can do other than vote for people who oppose the zombification of American politics via social credit scores. Let's talk about what people can actually well, do. Well, we need to, uh, first of all, get this, the, the awareness out there that yeah. this is coming down the road. I mean, China, as you mentioned, China's yep. already been doing the social credit score yep. for uh, many years now. Yep. And so we need to uh, we, we need to, to vote with our dollars and to encourage companies not to engage in evaluating a person's credit score or a social credit score as part of considerations for financial services, for example. We need to, uh, most dangerous ideas that advance happen because there isn't an opposition. Right. And that's why getting the awareness is probably the greatest step at this point to, to building a coalition of people that we can fight back against uh, uh, the attempts to usurp us on this level. I can't emphasize this enough. And and by the way, I'd be interested in any information you can find. Uh, the Heartland Institute article, if you could shoot me that link whenever you totally. get a moment. Because I want to make sure that gets up on my blog here this week and that it gets talked about. This does not, this this is something, I, I, I kid you not, usually I, I mock conspiracy theorists because they're focused on things other than the real conspiracy that, that Nicole framed OJ. Why does nobody pay attention to that? But, uh, the, but this is worse than any of the conspiracy theories I've heard from my most uh, tinfoil-hatted friends around and about out there. And for, I've got plenty of them. For any who think this is a conspiracy, here is one statistic from the Heartland Institute. Yeah. In the United States, 98% of the country's top financial companies now disclose their own ESG scores, right? They're self-doing this. Wow. So because they recognize they want to get investment dollars, and it's the politically correct thing to do. That's the, yeah. And 82% include the information in their annual reports as of the end of 2020. Yeah. One analyst remarks, investors and regulators are increasingly demanding information of the non-financial performance of investments. That's where ESG comes in. So, yes, this is not a conspiracy. Deeply, intensely sinister. And what is out there for the boardroom and uh, I've seen by some executives is fairly harmless and it can't hurt to uh, you don't want to leave any any votes on the table out there is coming for you. It is coming for your personal life. It's coming for your financial life. It's coming for the decisions you make and the views you hold. Make no mistake about it. Eric Lucero. We need to talk about this in the future when you get into the Senate. Uh, for which you are campaigning, equal time demanded. Uh, we we need to make sure that this issue gets into law. Uh, hopefully, after a red wave here this fall. Yes. Uh, with any luck, well, God willing. Eric Lucero, thanks for coming out and joining us here today. Thank you so much, man. For a deeply disturbing half hour, but something that needs to get talked about. Thanks a lot. Thank you. When we come back, Jerry Silver running for CD four on the Republican side, one of three awesome candidates who to whom I offer equal time as well. Northern Alliance AM twelve eighty Patriot. You too, Betty McCollum. You're listening. I know it. Mother's Day is coming, and so is the challenge. What do you give the mom that gave you everything? This Mother's Day, give the gift of a lifetime of memories, digitized forever. Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm Nick. We started Legacy Box over a decade ago to simplify preserving footage of mom's wedding, your first steps, and all the milestone moments that made your mom, mom. Over a million families have trusted Legacy Box to convert those meaningful moments. Legacy Box is simple, safe, and affordable. Simply fill your Legacy Box with photos, film, and tapes. Our team of experts will do the rest. Not to mention, you'll get back your originals and new digital copies on DVDs, thumb drive, or the cloud, ready to relive and share for generations. 
Make your mom feel extra special this Mother's Day with what Real Simple calls the perfect gift. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to get early access to our Mother's Day sale. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for an unbelievable deal. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Eric Metaxas presents The Unraveling of Atheism. Finding so compelling, we're bringing him to the Twin Cities to talk about it. Is Atheism Dead? A discussion with Eric Metaxas, Thursday the 28th at Plymouth Covenant Church. He'll present remarkable new evidence that defeats the idea of a creatorless universe. His quick wit will make this event come to life. Reserve your seats at am1280thepatriot.com. Supported by GTS HVAC. The Tax Man Cometh. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the taxes you pay on that income in retirement. Many retirees are shocked at how high taxes can be after they retire. Don't get caught without a plan. Alan Mike will share with you how to create a tax-efficient income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now with your questions at 855-231-6010. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, watch the groundbreaking new documentary, Whose Children Are They?, at SalemNow.com. It exposes the hidden agenda in America's schools. Brave teachers are stepping forward, though, to share their stories, apparently earning social discredit here, if we go by the last hour, half hour's topic here. Hear from parents and experts who uncover corruption in teachers' unions and empower us to save our classrooms, our kids, and, yeah, our country. Stream it now on SalemNow.com. It's part of the same conspiracy that Eric was talking about. Northern Alliance. Check it out. SalemNow.com. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Uh, We have, perhaps you've heard, political races going on all up and down the food chain, including... All of our House of Representatives uh, uh, seats right now, uh, all eight of them here in the state of Minnesota, are up for grabs, including the one in CD4, where we have three great candidates that I know of so far running, uh, Maylor Shang, Mickey Murray, and our next uh, guest, uh, Jerry Silver. Uh, joining us here, Jerry Silver, running for the 4th Congressional District GOP nomination. Mr. Silver, welcome to the broadcast. Oh, thank you, Mitch. I appreciate you having me on today. I, I, my pleasure, absolutely. So uh, we have a convention coming up about a week out here. You are vying to run for the uh, nod to run against Betty McCollum. I say that's in part because that is a fact, and in part because since I've acknowledged your campaign and there will be an endorsement, 
Betty McCollum is entitled to equal time. Representative McCollum, have your people call my people. I demand you use your equal time. At any rate, uh, we're, we're talking about Jerry Silva here today, though. Uh, there you go. Absolutely. Well, that's all right, because I'm going to oppose it, that's for sure. Uh, here, here's hoping. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about that. Let's tell us a little bit of something about yourself uh, for the benefit of the uh, listeners who, who are, are hearing you for the first time, Jerry Silva. Okay, well, uh, I'll tell you what. I saw those riots take place two years ago, just like everybody else did, and I was shocked at what took place. And I saw the total lack of leadership on the part of uh, a lot of elected officials. And, uh, you know, my, my grandkids live here. My daughter lives here. <laughs> my home is here. And so I, I knew I had to do something. I actually had pastored churches for uh, 40-some years before uh, I came here to Minnesota. And I, But anyway, I knew I had to do something because uh, something better had to be done than what took place. I saw the police officers being attacked and saw the cities burning. And uh, that's that that shouldn't happen in America. That's all I can say. Yeah. So you you judging by your your accent, you come pl- some some place Rochester or Point South. Where are you from originally, Jerry? <laughs> well, originally uh, down around uh, Champaign, Illinois. My my father is a minister, and uh, we moved to a little town called Georgetown. Okay. And that's kind of where I grew up. And uh, but now I I drive a truck for a living up here, and. Uh, and I always tell everybody I live paycheck to paycheck just like everybody else. I'm sick and tired of the inflation and the high price of uh, fuel and all that sort of thing. So I, uh, you know, I I I want to do something about some of these problems for sure. Well, running for Congress and and defeating Betty McCollum would certainly give you a chance to do exactly that. Let's talk talk a little bit about uh, about your campaign. What it is it? Uh, why should voters vote for you? What what it is you're offering as uh, as a congress as Congressman Silver? Should uh, we get that opportunity, Jerry? Right. Well, I, I believe that we we have got to bring our country together. I I know that there are many uh, God fearing Democrats, many America loving Democrats, who are probably just as sick and tired of all this as as I am. And I want to make an appeal to uh, all, all of them: Independents, Democrats. Uh, Republicans, whoever they may be, every race, every creed, and I, I want us to start working together as Americans. I don't want them to join me as a Repo- Republican. I want them to join me as an American to uh, see some of these problems uh, resolved that we have right now. So you know as well as I do, you live in the 4th Congressional District, as do I. We met about, probably about a month ago, I believe, at yes. the Senate District yes. 65 convention, which I was convening at the time, you know as well as I do, the the long, for, uh, Republicans in the fourth CD have a long road to hoe. It is especially in St. Paul proper, where I live, a very very yeah. blue district. So, talk about yeah. uh, Republicans' path to victory in a place like the fourth congressional district. You're right. Well, my plan is to do this. I'm, I'm very comfortable going to uh, churches and, and civic groups as well. I've always been involved in in uh, church activities and then friends with a lot of pastors and. And uh, the thing that is, is striking to me is a lot of these pastors in, in a lot of these communities are very conservative, yep. and yet their people vote Democrat, and I think it's because they simply haven't been educated. And that, that's one thing I want to do. I want to go to every uh, community and go to every uh, church, every pastor that I uh, you know come in contact with and just make that appeal to say, hey, wait a minute, uh, you believe, really believe what I believe, and, and I want to be your representative. I, you know, that was one thing when I saw those riots taking place. I thought, who 
who's going to represent these police officers and who's going to represent uh, these National Guard men that are being, people that are being attacked. You know, my, my grandson is in the National Guard, actually over in Wisconsin. He was present there at those riots outside of uh, Milwaukee. And, yep. But, you know, who's, who's going to represent them? I, I thought the last time I read the Constitution, uh, the representatives are supposed to represent everybody, not just certain groups. And my goal is to let everybody know that I, I want to represent them, what their concerns are. What their, I, I told folks not too long ago, when you send me to Washington, I'm going to spend as little time in Washington as possible. I want to come back home, be with my family, and be with the people that I, I represent and know exactly what they want and exactly what they need and uh, present that to, to uh, Congress. So before we get to the election in November, we have a uh, convention coming up next Saturday, I believe, in Roseville for the 4th Congressional District. You are up against, uh, and I've, I've met you in the past. I also met, uh, I've, I've known your other uh, opponents for the nomination, Maylor yeah. Shang and Mickey Murray, for quite some time. All, uh, all of them, any, any of one of them would be better, uh, better than Betty McCollum. So if you're talking. Well, I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Would be there. Yeah, my, no, my cat would be a better representative than Betty McCollum, uh, even on a bad day. So, uh, so it's a low yeah. bar. Nonetheless, it's a low bar we need to get over the top of here uh, in the fourth congressional yeah. district. And if there was ever an opportunity, this year would have to be it. I mean, when you have people like Don Samuels sounding like Barry Goldwater, you know, strange things are happening in the uh, in communities mm-hmm. like North Minneapolis, and you have similar voices yeah. going on in places like your frog towns, your east sides of St. Paul. People are uh, getting tired of being treated yes. like votes here. So uh, t- tell us about you. Let's, let's address right now the delegates who will be getting together in Roseville next uh, Saturday to vote for the nomination, to endorse a candidate to run against Betty McCollum. Why should well, a fourth of- district uh, delegate consider you as opposed to Ms. Shang or Ms. Murray? All right. Well, uh, well, I, pretty much uh, we're in agreement as far as uh, certain things are concerned. You know, with uh, with uh, Mickey and with uh, Zhang, and uh, but the one thing that I'm I'm really interested in is community safety. When I look at some of the statistics, I was reading a statistic the other day from Neighborhood Scout uh, website, and it stated there that that ninety six percent of the cities in America are safer than St. Paul and and Ramsey County, <laughs> and uh, boy, there we've got to we've got to concentrate. I believe on on that. If you know, if there's lawlessness in the streets, if if crime is rampant like it is right now, no jobs are going to come back. No businesses are going to come back. So I think that's going to have to be the very first step we take. Uh, get police officers that are well trained. Uh, that are given the right equipment. You know, we, we have no right to ask a police officer to go into a, a gunfight. You know, he's got a pea shooter and the, 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 the criminals have got a cannon. You know, it's just, right. it's we, we need to think of our, our police officer. And I really believe that that's going to be the key to bringing businesses back, to, uh, bringing, uh, you know, our economy back to a place where everybody can enjoy safety. You know, I want my grandkids, I want uh, grandparents to be able to walk down the street and not worry about some, some criminal with uh, with a gun, and uh, I I think that's got to be the key, and that's that's going to bring back the job, and so that's that's what I'm going to emphasize, and I believe that'll certainly make a difference. And another, another thing too, you know, I heard about this uh, this uh, shot spotter. Yeah. Uh, it, of course, it sounds very costly, but boy, it sure sounds like it's something that would would uh, allow our police officers to be so well equipped to, to stop a lot of this crime, this gun crime that's taking place. And uh, that's another thing I think would be be great if we could institute that 
uh, you know, talk to the Ramsey County uh, Sheriff and uh, different police departments and get something like that going. I believe that would do a lot to stop this crime, for sure. Of course, that is a decision that would have to be made by the city of St. Paul and Ramsey County. That's 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 their job. But on the other hand, providing a, uh, a, a, a backdrop of federal support for uh, local right. governments not treating law enforcement and public safety as a, quote, privilege, end quote, as uh, Minneapolis yeah. City Council President Lisa Bender did, and, and as several members of the St. Paul City Council do, that would be huge. So since law and order is has been loud and clear, you're a, a major priority for you, Jerry Silver. Let's talk about yeah. if you are elected, if you go to Congress, you've become Mr. Silver going to Washington uh, this next uh-huh. year here. Tell us a little bit about your agenda. What's your what's your first hundred days? What what uh, how are you going to make your mark on Congress, Jerry Silver? Yeah. Well, my first hundred days, I don't know about the first hundred days, but uh, some of the things that immediately I want to try to take care of, of course, you know, the, the crime issue. And I do believe that uh, uh, the, the county and uh, these these areas here in uh, the Twin Cities need federal funding. Uh, there's no doubt about it because some of those are very costly. There'd be, there'd be ways we could uh, fund that. That'd be a whole lot better going toward that than going toward uh, uh, housing criminals for years and years. Uh, yeah, you know, but somehow we've got to prevent the crime instead of, you know, uh, pay for the consequences afterwards, but that that would be one of the main things. And of course, one of the one of the one of the uh, uh, lines that I get the most applause from, just to tell you the truth, and this this doesn't have anything to do with crime necessarily, but I always tell people, well, if you send me to Washington, one of the first things I'm going to do is make sure Mr. Fauci is fired. <laughs> I think people are sick and tired of all these unnecessary and unscientific. Now, now they we know unscientific, uh, you know, requirements that uh, uh, un, these unelected. Uh, bureaucrats have been placing on us, and that's it's actually supposed to be the opposite way around. We're supposed to demand of them what needs to be done. And I, anyway, that's one of the good applause lines I always get. <laughs> I know people are concerned about that as well. Yeah. So another one that's important is, of course, the the inflation that is really serving yes. as a de facto tax on the working class, the poor, and yeah. and more and more the middle class. Now, the House of Representatives controls the purse strings. That's their their biggest power in the checks and balances in our federal system right now. Uh, tell us a little about your point of view on spending, especially the deficit yeah. spending and and the explosive debt spending that that Congress, the House, frankly keeps, keeps passing I, without I, question. I am right. I, I am for a balanced budget. You know, every, every week, most households or every month, every household, including my own, like I said, I, I drive truck for a living right now and I live paycheck to paycheck, but I've got to balance my budget. And so, you know, the federal government needs to set the example. We need to have balanced budget. Now, is that going to happen immediately? Well, there, there's going to have to be some uh, planning and work into that. And I don't know if that can be done the first hundred days, but, but by cracky, I, that's what I would like to propose for sure that we, uh, we adopt a balanced uh, budget amendment, and uh, there's no sense in us having. I mean, they, you know, the Democrats and our president, they can blame Mr. Putin all they want to for the inflation and the high cost of living right now, but that's ridiculous. Yeah. All of us know that it started way before, uh, you know, they took those actions there in, in Ukraine. Yeah. And, uh, we're paying for those stimulus checks that everyone was cashing for most of the last two years. Our grandkids are going to be paying for those, Jerry Silver. So uh, in the waning minutes that we have here, Jerry Silver, let's talk a little bit about your campaign. How can people find out more about the Silver for Congress campaign? Sure. If they'll go to jerrysilverforcongress.com, jerrysilverforcongress.com, and that's the word 
uh, just regular word F-O-R, not the number, but Jerry Silver for Congress.com. It'll tell uh, all about me. I've, I've actually written a book that deals with uh, racial issues. Uh, I, I'm, I'm convinced there's no political answer to, to racism, and I, and I don't believe we have the systemic racism that uh, the liberals would like us to think or the radical left would like us to think we have. Uh, do we have a racial issue? Yes, I know we do. I had to deal with it as a pastor, and uh, but I believe there's there are some real answers that can be given, and so I'd, I'd encourage people to take a look at my book. It's listed there on my website, and actually they can read two chapters for free in the Apple Store, and hopefully if they read one chapter, they'll want to read all of it, because it's a true story about <laughs> how to really deal with uh, racism. And, and, and can I miss one other thing? You know, I'm really concerned about, you know, everybody right now is, uh, the Democrats especially seem like they're just really hollering about what's taking place in Ukraine. And we ought to, we ought to lift up our, our voices, innocent children and people being killed is awful. But we have something taking place right here in the United States I'm very concerned about, and that's what uh, Planned Parenthood is promoting. Betty McCollum has 100% approval rating from Planned Parenthood. Yep. I certainly wouldn't boast about that. We we need to do something about the genocide that takes place here. I believe life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, happiness is for every it's, it's for every citizen, including those unborn citizens. So that's something we need to. We, uh, and I, you know, I have compassion for for folks. Uh, these young ladies that are faced with probably the worst decision they've ever had to make in their life. Amen. We need to be there as, as Republicans or just as American citizens to support those young ladies and help them in any way we can. But we need to promote uh, we need to promote this culture of life rather than an adoption and life rather than a culture of death. Uh, I think that 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 served our country very well. Amen to that. We're talking with yeah. Jerry Silver. Uh, the website JerrySilverForCongress.com. Jerry, a pleasure to talk. Best of luck next week hey. at the convention. Uh, a three-way race, and uh, Minnesota would win if all three of you could go to Congress. Quite frankly, thanks for joining right. us today. Best of luck next okay, week. Northern Alliance. Uh, my pleasure. Northern Alliance AM twelve A. The Patriot. Be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Do you have Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-260-1792. 800-260-1792. That's 800-260-1792. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help the station, and that is 
just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hi friends, this is Katie Pavlich from townhall.com. The liberal media and big tech are working overtime to promote the left's anti-American agenda to silence me and the reporters on our team at Town Hall. We must bring the truth to the American people free from the spin of big media and the censorship of big tech companies. Town Hall covers the news that matters, exposing the COVID lies, the leftist rot and crime surge in our cities, the illegal alien crisis at our southern border, and all of Joe Biden's unconstitutional overreach, including the critical race theory attacks on our children and grandchildren by school boards working with the Department of Justice. Visit townhall.com each morning, afternoon, and night for the truth as my team investigates the Biden administration, their big media friends, and leftist activists. With your support, we can keep holding government bureaucrats and their allies in the media accountable. Visit townhall.com today to join the fight. The fight for our nation starts with townhall.com. Take your favorite Patriot hosts with you wherever you go by downloading our app. Listen to your favorite shows, see our social media posts, enter exclusive contests, and more. Just search for AM 1280 The Patriot in the App Store. AM 1280, The Patriot, The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. The number to call. Uh, Don't forget, Eric Metax is coming up a week from this coming Friday. VIP tickets, they're gone. They've been gone for two, three weeks now. Uh, but uh, you can still get general admissions tickets uh, to see Eric Metaxas Thursday, April 28th, 7 o'clock, the Plymouth Covenant Church. I will see you there, by the way. I'll be uh, joining the crowd there as well uh, for that. And by the way, it's a great time. Too bad I couldn't have done it this weekend on Easter weekend to discuss the complete moral and really, frankly, scientific vapidity of the of the concept of atheism. Uh, that would be fantastic. But we can hold that thought for another uh, 13 days here, I think. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. My pleasure uh, talking with Jerry Silver and with Sean Holster and Eric Lucero and Cece Davis. And by the way, I take this opportunity to say all of your opponents, uh, Zainab Muhammad, uh, who is running against Sean Holster uh, after one of the messiest Chicago-style uh, endorsements uh, that I've seen in recent weeks. Uh, you're more than welcome. In fact, I demand that you use your equal time right here on AM 12A, The Patriot. There might be some probing questions, but hey, you're a politician. You can deal with it, right? Can't you? Oh, you're a DFLer. Probably not. Uh, whoever you are who's running against Eric Lucero for Senate this fall, love to have you on the show. Frankly, it's your duty as an American to use that equal time. The FCC says so. Use your equal time, people. Of course, Betty McCollum, who is running against someone as of uh, next week, will have an endorsed candidate in fourth uh, CD4. Uh, Betty McCollum, by all means, get up there and use that equal time. I'll give you a whole hour. A whole hour to defend yourself in Washington, D.C. And since I talked with C.C. Davis last week, Ilhan Omar, I owe you. It is my moral duty to demand that you take an hour, no, two hours of equal time. Because I've been giving time to all of your opponents ever since you've been in the House of Representatives for crying out loud. All the rest of you DFLers, by the way, Steve Simon, uh, uh, Keith Ellison, Governor Klink, Lieutenant Governor, uh, uh, quote, Lieutenant, end quote, Governor Flanagan. Uh, you all have equal time coming as well. I, You know this. I offer this time to you every two years. I send your offices an email. I don't get so much as a flipped finger back at me here, so I'm starting to feel a little neglected here. But I hereby offer all of you equal time. Heck, 
Each and every one of you, I'll give you an hour, maybe two, depending on how things are going, because I want to talk to you. 651-289-4488, the number should you care to join me. By the way, among the people I'd like to talk with uh, is... Uh, the, the Kelly Morrison, by the way, who's running for uh, Minnesota State Senate and Senate District 45, she uh, observed last week that uh, she she had her endorsing convention out in the 45, which is, I don't know, Deep Haven, I think, way out west. And it was interesting. Of course, the DFL is the party of, of public health restrictions, whether they make any sense or not. It's all about virtue signaling. It was interesting. Uh, from the uh, photos from her convention, you have a number of uh, photos of her uh, speaking with a mask on her face with other masked volunteers, including uh, her campaign manager, but then others, uh, by the way, her husband, but then others, apparently on the other side of the building, uh, a side of the building that was apparently invaded by Russians, ergo uh, with no COVID, because as we've determined, as we've discovered, uh, COVID is cured by Russian invasions. And, and there she is, standing there with, with volunteers uh, and and her husband who was masked in another photo, but is unmasked, standing side by side, arms around each other's shoulders, five of them with no mask whatsoever. And then another photo of her standing with Dean Phillips with masks hanging down around their ears, just dangling out their useless, practically cheek to cheek. Uh, one wonders where, where these the science these people are working from comes from. By the way, if you've got problems in your life, say you've been out at, at a farm fest and drove away in a hurry and ran into a semi and rolled your car like uh, state auditor Julie Blaha and uh, current Senate minority leader uh, Melissa Lopez Franza with an open container in the car. Call your Ken Martin. More on that next week. Also shot in the dark. info. Anyway, thank you all for joining us here today. God bless you all. Have a blessed Easter weekend. Jack Tomzak up next. God bless you all. God bless America. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? Yep. I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Twin Cities attorneys, a partner men can count on, 952-209-2929, online at CordellCordell.com, offices in Edina. 
Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. The power of the Christian education is that our children can make their decisions and their sound decisions, and it just makes them better adults. Hi, I'm Jeff. Hi, I'm Trish, and we're from Oakdale. Jeff and Trish use the half-off tuition program for both of their sons' Christian education. That's half price for the first year of tuition at participating Twin City schools. The half-off tuition program was better than we could have ever imagined for our family. Details at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Are you ready for home improvement season? For all your electrical, trust the local pros at Early Bird Electric. Early Bird is known as the troubleshooting experts, and they specialize in old homes, kitchen and bathroom renovations, electric vehicle chargers, rewiring, or just adding outlets for convenience. Early Bird does it all with the best guarantee in the trade. Early Bird even offers same-day and 24-7 emergency service. 612, the bird. Mention AM 1280, the Patriot, and your trip charge is free with repair purchase. 612, the bird. 612, the bird. AM 1280. The three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.